everyone, it's your girl Christina Savani and this is Saved Save the Podcast where we are changing the perspective on what it means to be saved one episode at a time. What up you guys? What up? What up? What up? It is another episode of Saved Save the Podcast, which means it's another Wednesday, it's another episode, and I am so happy to be with you guys. Like, regardless of whatever else is going on in life, sitting down and recording and knowing that I'm connecting with everyone in the Save Save community always brings joy to me. It's a matter of obedience that I could not be happier that God has placed on me. So even when I'm tired or I've had a long week or I've had a long day or a long hour, y'all are going to get these episodes. So just know I'm going to be consistent with you guys because that's what I've told you guys. That's what God has called of me. And so that's what we're doing, period. And y'all know how we start these episodes with... My favorite segment, nothing about nothing. This is the segment of my podcast where I literally ramble about whatever is on my mind that week that has absolutely nothing to do with the topic at hand. Um, It has everything to do with my hair, with my food, with my skin, with random conversations I have with friends, with whatever, but nothing at all to do with the topic. Um, Except for like two rare occasions. Um, But that's why it's called Nothing About Nothing. So this week, my Nothing About Nothing is, um, it's about sports. So like, I, um, I decided that I wanted to create a bracket for March Madness, right? So I was like, ooh, this would be so much fun. Caveat, I know nothing about basketball. But I was like, eh, who cares? It's going to be fun. And in that, I decided to create some um, friendly wagers with some friends. And I was like, eh, this, this is easy. You know, this is great. So I created, you know, my bracket. We created this whole group. There's about um, five or six of us in this group. I'm the only girl. Y'all, I was doing great. I was doing great. I was like, yes, I'm going to win. This is awesome. Because, like, I did fantasy football, which I love football. And um, I actually, like, made it to the playoffs. Like, I was the only girl in my fantasy league that made it to the playoffs. Like, I felt so great about it. And so I was like, okay, I can do basketball. Like, I don't know that much. But, I mean, it's college basketball. And you never know what happens with March Madness. So, it's not like I have to know that much. And I, I you know, I chose wisely. Like, I wasn't just, like, out here blindly choosing. Y'all, these last few games, I've been losing badly. And I'm a sore loser. <laughs> I'm such a sore loser. So, um, March Madness ends this coming weekend. So, if I get on here next week and I'm telling you guys how I had to buy a whole bunch of sushi and some ramen, you know why. Um... Because your girl lost. So I'm hoping that things go in my favor um, in the next, like, three games. Because we're, um, I think the Elite Eight ends tonight. 
Um, and then we go into the final four. So if things go in my favor, <laughs> I will not be owing anyone food. So fingers crossed, guys, because, yeah, that's, that's, that's expensive food. <laughs> so note to self, um, do not wager on things that um, you are not, you know, very knowledgeable about. Learn my lesson there. So we'll see how next week goes. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> but this week we are discussing faith and motives. Um, so for anyone who has never really looked up the dictionary version of what motives actually means, and y'all know I'm all for words and dictionary definitions of everything. If you've ever heard me preach or listen to any episodes of these podcasts, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to the dictionary before I go to anything else. Um, but the dictionary definition of motive is a reason for doing something, especially one that is hidden or not obvious. So typically, when we think about somebody's motives or think about motives for something, we think about like not knowing why a person did that so like you might say well what was your what was their motive behind it like what invoked you to do xyz why did you feel like it was okay to do xyz or okay not to do xyz like we we have these questions to other people but a lot of times we don't question ourselves and we have to realize like that's literally what God is doing daily. When he says, you know, I'm looking at your heart, that's literally what he's doing is he's looking at your motives. He's looking at your why. He's looking at your reasoning and your justification behind your actions. And he's hoping that your reasoning and your justification is to stay in his will. Now, we all know (laughs) Because we're all human, that a lot of times that's not the case. Um, A lot of times our motives are selfish. A lot of times our motives are petty. (laughs) Um, A lot of times our motives are just outright spiteful. Or we are doing something out of anger to hurt someone. Um, We're doing something just for personal gain like we we have motives that aren't necessarily within God's will but that's the part that God is looking at especially when we do something or don't do something that isn't in the same realm as the majority we're looking at those motives. He's looking at those motives specifically. And a lot of times other Christians are looking at those. And that's kind of where your faith meets your motives and why I wanted to discuss that in this episode. Because as you all know, that faith is that obedience, that trust, that, you know, I'm listening to God, I'm trusting him to move when he tells me to move. But have you ever found yourself like praying to him or like asking him for something and your motives weren't pure. Like I, um, I had to preach like a couple of Sundays ago and I was preaching on like God making up his mind. And one of the topics I was saying was, you know, he makes up his mind and he's not going to change his mind just because we change ours. 
And a lot of times, like, we have our minds set and our mind made up on something. And, like, our motives are, like, so far left. But we're still going to God, like, hey, bruh, um, can I get this? Like, can I get that? Like, y'all, so one of my favorite Instagram, um, TikTok people, she posts these, like, hilarious videos, um, of like, you know, conversations that you have with God. And I know one of them was like, basically she was like, can I keep this? And she was talking about a guy and God was like, no, he's bad for you. And she was like, mm. and she's like, I'm gonna see for myself. And then she came back. But a lot of times, like when it comes to situations like that, like our motive behind one asking him is not necessarily asking because we want permission is more so we're asking God out of respect and obligation. It's kind of like <laughs> you ever like ate a piece of candy without your parents looking and you felt bad. So you asked them if you could have a piece of candy <laughs> hoping that they would say yes. So you wouldn't feel bad about the piece of candy you already ate. Like that's how we go to God sometimes is like, okay, so I already did this thing or I already want this thing. I already desire this thing. My motives behind <laughs> this are clear, but I'm hoping that you'll approve it. So then everything else just falls into place. And that just shows that like our motives in our prayer and our faith and trusting him isn't aligned with our, our desire to be in his will is our desire to have our will. And so we need to be questioning, like, why are you doing this more so than we're questioning why other people are doing something? Because we'll be so quick to be like, why is she wearing that? Or who does he think he is to be talking to such and such like that? Or who does she think she is to be able to do X, Y, and Z? But we're never looking in the mirror at why we think we are bold enough to go to God about something we know we ain't got no business going to him about. Like, why are you asking him about a situation he's already told you know about? What's your motive behind it? Why are you comfortable in this environment? What's your motives? Why are you telling this person how you feel about this situation? Is it because you actually care about this person and you want them to grow? Or are you being messy? Why are you going behind such and such back telling them their business? Are you going behind their back because you're trying to get them help? Are you going behind their back because you just found out and you just want somebody to know? Like question every little thing that you do and you'll find out that a lot of times our motives aren't as pure as we think they are. Like Christians love to say, well, I'm a Christian. Obviously, my motives are pure. Obviously, I'm trying to walk like Christ. Obviously, I'm trying to do the right thing. Nah, you're still human, bruh. Like, we all fall into that area of not so good motives. But we're not checking ourselves like we should. Um, oh, my assistant pastor this past Sunday was preaching on accountability 
And you should hold yourself accountable to your motives as well. Like that's a part of accountability is figuring out what your motive is behind it, especially when you're going to into prayer and especially when you're talking to your neighbor in Christ. Like those are the two main areas where you need to check your motives. Like when you're praying to God about something, especially when you're asking him for something, question why you're asking him for that. Like, are you asking because you desire it to better the kingdom, to better your relationship with God, to better your relationship with other people, to bless other people? Um, My pastor always says, like, your purpose is always surrounded in blessing other people. Like, if what you think your purpose in Christ is doesn't involve blessing other people, you might need to (laughs) reevaluate. Like he always says that. So when you're in prayer, question yourself when you're asking these things. Like, why are you asking this request from God? Is it to please the kingdom? Is it to grow the kingdom? Is it to advance the kingdom? Is it to bless other people? If you can't say yes to these things, if you aren't being selfless in these things, your motives might be a little off. I'm not saying that they are completely off because I don't know your motives. I'm not the one that's in your heart digging and searching and knowing completely what your motives are. That's between you and God. That got nothing to do with me. I am with Sarah Jace Roberts all the way in your mind, your business ministry, that ain't got nothing to do with me. What I'm saying is you need to check yourself. And when you're done praying and you're fellowshipping with your friends and your neighbors, check why you are saying certain things to them. Like, have you ever interacted with somebody that just is so quick to just jump to the defense on everything or so quick to have a comment about everything? And when you ask them about it, they're like, well, that's just the way I am. Like, they never dig deeper into themselves. They never try to figure out themselves. Like, they never try to say, oh, well, I did this because of this. Like, it's just, well, that's just what it is. And they expect people to accept that. And then they get upset because you're not accepting that status quo of that's just what it is. And I find those are the type of people who either don't know their motives, don't care to know their motives, or are just so blinded to their motives being right that nobody else's motives matter. (laughs) Um, I pray that I'm not one of those people and that I am gracious enough to everyone else to, if someone questions me on why or how I said or did something that I'm able to evaluate the situation. But like, if you're ever in that situation and you're the person that's being asked that, like, be humble about it. Like, if you need a humility refresher, like, go back to season one where we talk about humility and how humility is a beautiful thing for 
Christians and non-Christians and everyone needs a little bit of humility in their life. But be humble about it because a lot of people are are there to grow you. Like they're really there to check you in a good way. Like some people are there some people are there to like check you just to kind of because they feel their motives behind it is to feel better and to put you in your place, you know. But there are a lot of people in this world, more people than the negative people who really want to see you grow, who really want to see you prosper, who really just are concerned about you. I know there are a lot of times where I see celebrities and influencers do certain things or say certain things, and I find myself questioning their motives, and I find myself literally like, saying a silent prayer to God, hoping and praying that their motives are pure. And it's not out of judgment. It's just, it's pure, gracious concern, praying that whatever they did, that their heart is content and that their relationship with God is pure and content in whatever they're doing. Like, again, I don't know your relationship with God. Anybody that is listening to this, I don't know your relationship with God. But I pray that whatever you're doing in life, you've checked it with God. And if he's like, I'm not cool with that, you discontinue that in your life. Like that, that's all I'm saying. And if we realize that more people, or I'm not even going to say if we realize it, if more people acted in that way, of genuine concern and care and graciousness and compassion. I feel like more people would be more open to check their own motives before they're willing to check other people's. Because a lot of times it's a defense mechanism. Like people are quick to check other people because it's easier to check you than it is to check me. Because if I'm pointing to you, then the focus is off me. So if I'm questioning why you're doing this, no one's questioning why I'm doing that. If I'm like, hey, look at this, you know, big elephant in the room, no one's noticing my small sheep. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys, if my voice is going out, it's still allergy season. Um, Y'all still gonna get this raggedy voice for at least another couple of weeks. Thankfully, all the flowers are gone off the trees. Um in my complex but my car is still yellow so I realize my voice is going in and out um plus it's a little later than I normally record so voice is just raggedy <laughs> it just is what it is but your girl is here raggedy voice and all so that just shows my dedication um I'm not asking for any you know props or anything just letting y'all know that that's why my voice is changing up because I feel it changing and I'm talking through it. So just bear with me because we, we're going to get through this episode. <laughs> uh, but seriously, like when you check your motives, when you question your motives, it grows your faith. Like I think every episode that we've gone through in this season is about growing your faith. Because as we said at the beginning of this season, like God is literally in everything. So because he's in everything, our faith 
in him comes from the things that we see daily, like the little things that he does for us daily, how he showers us and he protects us daily. So when we go to him, when we spend time with him, when we have this relationship with him, we have to check ourselves at the door, um, check your motives at the door, basically. Like a lot of people, you know, with, um, Equality movements are like, check your privilege at the door before you come to these conversations. Check your motives at the door before you go to God. Like, lay it all down and just go to him raw. Like, be like, God, this is what I want, even if it's selfish. Like, a lot of times we hold back from the conversations with God in our prayer because we think, this is too selfish, this is too wrong. God wants those conversations because he wants to be able to fully understand you. He wants you to be able to confess it so that he can convict you and change your heart if it's not a part of his will. So check your motive at the door and go to him fully raw and, you know, hey, God, I want this. It might be a little selfish. Check my heart. Let me know what what's my next step. I don't want to move without you. I don't want to do anything without you. I want to be in right standing with you. And right now, this is how I feel. This is how I want to act. This is how I want to move. And this is why. I want to do it because I'm frustrated. I want to do it because I'm lonely. I want to interact with this person because I haven't interacted with someone in a really long time. Lord, I really want this relationship because I'm attracted to this person and they make me laugh and I haven't laughed in a while. Lord, I want this job because it make uh, it'll help me make more money and I really need the money right now, even though it's for a sketchy company, but I really want the money right now. Lord, I really want to go to this party because I haven't relaxed in a long time. And this party will help me relax, even though there'll be drugs and alcohol there. Lord, I really want to spend time with this person alone because we haven't spent any alone time together. And I know it's going to be late at night, but I hope that the temptation doesn't get over me. Like, go to him raw with your motivation. And I promise you, you're going to better your relationship with him. I promise you, just how you give it to him, he's going to give it to you the exact same way. And it's going to grow your faith more because it's going to show your level of trust in him. And so he's going to expand his capacity of what he can reveal to you and how he can grow you. And it's going to... It's only going to make you better. It's only going to make your relationship better. And then from there, it's only going to make your relationship with other people better. Like the more time I spend with God, like I said in the love episode, the more time I spend with God, the better I'm able to love other people. So whatever you're doing in your time with God, the better it transcends to your time with others. So if you're checking your motives at the door in prayer with God, it's going to be easier to check your motives at the door in conversation with your friends. If you are being caring and gracious when you go to God, it's going to be easier to be caring and gracious when you go to your friends. 
if you're able to check your motives and be humble in receiving whatever comes from checking your motives, it's going to be easier for you to be able to receive that when it comes from a friend. Like God shows us his true self in the confirmations of the relationships that we have with others, the godly relationships we have with others. Um, I always say like one of the best examples that God gives us of how a relationship works is the family unit, you know, mother, father, and kids. That's how we are with him, you know, parents and children, like that dynamic, like that's one of the best examples that he gives us on earth of how our relationship with him works. And, you know, unfortunately, we're in a broken world, so it doesn't always look like how he designed it to look, but it's a great example. And it just shows that our relationships here on earth matter. They matter enough for us to check our motives when we are in these relationships. Like, why did you befriend this person? Why did you get into this relationship with this person? Why did you get into this business partnership with this person? Why did you join this church? Why did you leave this church? Why haven't you picked up the phone and called this person in months? Why do you constantly call this person over this person? Why do you feel more comfortable sharing this information with this person rather than this person? Why... Are you closer to this person than that person, even though you've known X person longer? What is your why? Are you checking your motives in everything that you do? Or are you just out here like, that's just how it is? And if so, why is that the case? Are you afraid to check your motives? Are you afraid what's behind door number two? Are you afraid that when you do check your motives, you're not able to handle it? Have you forgotten that whenever you check your motives, God has already equipped you to handle what's behind that door? He's equipped you to handle that and then some. Did you forget that? Did you forget who you are? Did you forget who created you and all the powers that he has bestowed on you? Have you forgotten all of that? Or are you just out here like, it's cool, God knows my heart. He knows your heart, but have you searched it lately? Like, ask yourself that. Like, have you searched your heart lately? Have you checked your motives at the door? So I just want to leave you with that. Like, the next time you're doing something and you get that little tingle in you to be like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, or it's outside of your norm, or when you're going to God in prayer, check your motives at the door. That's all I'm saying. And while you're at it, y'all already know how we gotta do. We gotta like, we gotta subscribe, we gotta review. We got to get this out to every single person out there so that we can have more people in our safe, safe crew. So with that, we can finish this conversation over on Instagram, over on Facebook. We can finish this conversation. Tell me how you're going to check your motives. Tell me everything that you're going to do this week to help check your motives. Like, let your girl know. 
because I want to know. Like, I be checking them comments. I be checking them DMs. Like, I be wanting to talk to y'all. So, remember to like and subscribe on all major podcast platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, Breaker, CastBox, um, RadioCast, iHeartRadio, Anchor, wherever podcasts are found like and subscribe and get the word out that we are saved saved out here and as always this has been another episode of save save the podcast with your girl christina savani love you guys